Hi, this is Jen. And I'm Alan. And we want to welcome you to Smart Sassy Seniors. I am a realistic naturopath. And I'm a breath, mind, body, movement queen. You are the queen. I am. And we are both surfing into our 60s on the Gold Coast in Australia. This podcast is for those of us who want to live bold, bright, and vital during the second half of our lives. Woohoo! Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, you smart sassy seniors. It is Jen and Alice. Alice, hello. And we're here to talk to a mate of ours today who is a bloody legend in my world. And we only just realised the other day when we were talking, when he was mentoring me, that he too is a senior because we're the same age. Oh, my God. I know. the word. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about the word senior. So uh, I've known this gorgeous man for more than 10 years, about 12 years. And he is, I love that uh, you are a rebel a misfit. A uh, troublemaker. A total troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're, if there's, I remember once you saying to me, don't break the law, Jen, but break the rules. And since then, I pride myself in breaking the rules all the time. I look for places to do that because I had always been the person to follow the rules. And life is way more fun when you you, you move the line a little bit. Uh, you have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. I met you through personal development. You've been a, um, a an amazing speaker and trainer to thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds. Oh, it's too One many. million. Yeah, it's so many. <laughs> it's so many people. But you're also a train-the-trainer kind of guy, and that's where I've had a lot of contact with you, learning how to, um, well, how I show up in the world on stage, be the same as off stage. You are the person, the person in life who taught me how to cry, you bastard, although I love you for it. And you've really helped me learn how to get the fun back into my life because for so many years uh, in my corporate kind of career and everything, I tended to, I wasn't as fun as I could be. I've had so many just delicious times in life with you. But the thing I love about you the most is that you are unapologetically you. Mm. You're an amazing dad to your boys, Kelvin and Ben, and you're just a bloody amazing human who's, you're real and you inspire me to be real and I love you to death. You piss me off sometimes when you mentor me, absolutely, but at the same time, I love you so much. And I'm excited that you're on our call today because, like us, you're a very sassy senior and Jen, a very smart man. Yes, babe. Who is the person we're talking to? Oh, yeah, Dave, <laughs> Mr. David TS1. <laughs> Good job. Talking, Good David. job. <laughs> Please help me welcome Mr. David yeah. TS1. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> I'm just used to bloody talking to you. <laughs> Welcome to our smart, sassy seniors. Well, thanks, thanks. And yeah, uh, not sure I uh, uh, I like being called a senior quite yet. I just uh, had my 61st birthday a few months ago. But thank you. I am so excited to be here with you two. I am so excited that you two fell in love. I'm so excited that you just had the greatest marriage. And uh, I'm excited for these years to come to watch you two play and dance through life. So yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us on Smart Sassy Seniors. Yeah, totally. Because we're all kind of wrapping our heads around the seniors word and yeah. the concept. And we love that you're here to talk with us and we can unpack that in rebellious, troublemaking, expansive ways. That's it. So senior, it, you know, we were chatting of just a few weeks ago when you were mentoring me about the fact that, you know, we were setting up this uh, podcast and everything called Seniors. Smart sassy seniors. What does senior mean to you? Because yeah, you're 61 and, and a strong, fit, vital, fucking fun mm. man. 
What seat? The well, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's a great question because I was at the gym today with my trainer and I was telling him that, oh, you, you know, you've been, yeah. been speaking to yeah. Sean. And I was yeah. telling Sean that I'm coming on here. And I said, I can't believe that I'm being put into a group called Senior because for me, Senior, if, if people had a different mindset around it, or because I think senior for a lot of people means old. Yeah. And for me, if the word was wise or experienced or yeah. more passionate or easier going or more flowing or all these different things for me. So, so yeah, if I have to attach some meaning to it, the fact that I passed a threshold where maybe I can get a cheaper bus ticket, which I, I don't ride on buses anymore, but right. if I did, <laughs> maybe that's the benefit. But I, I really think it's a concern. And that's why I love the people listening is, you know, what is the interpretation that potentially you have put behind what that means? Because mm. for me, it doesn't mean old at all there's nothing about how i feel right now that makes me feel old mm -hmm. and so but so but i do think maybe wiser than i was and 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 more open kind of there's a lot of things i am that maybe senior is and hopefully that's what people feel right yeah totally agree and i i read recently how um it, our physical body ages but not our spirit so my spirit, I'm still the rebellious, bloody, shitty 14-year-old boy on the inside versus a 61-year-old wise woman. It's like our physical body changes and our life experience and everything, but our spirit is still really yeah. young, yeah. crazy cool. That's a great point. And I just want to put that to put that kind of to David. And <clears throat> do you see some sort of integration or synthesis or synergizing that can happen between that really youthful spirit and the wisdom from experience and how we live physically and maintain our health and those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The sun's going down here. So I, I may change the color at the end of my nose. You see house. this. There you go. Look, I, I thought I shielded myself from the sun. Hey, look at this. That's the sun going. Uh, well, the Canada. Yeah. You know, I, let me use my dad as an example. My dad's 96. Yep. And, you know, uh, during this last couple of years where a lot of people, I don't like using the P word or the C word, you know, but there was this thing going on that people were yep. staying at home. But my dad moved countries during that time in 96. And he just had, uh, he has macular degeneration and he had cataract surgery, which means he's almost legally blind. And he drove a car from Germany back to England, bought a house online and moved because he was concerned about potentially dying in a foreign country where his wife's daughter lives in, in England. So he bought the house right opposite her. But he was like, and then he missed the ferry in Holland. Um, and so here we are during total lockdown. And I said, so what you do? He said, well, luckily, he says, I put four beers under the back seat. So I was OK. He says, <laughs> and, you know, so he got, they got stuck in Holland for four days. And he says, what I do when I was driving, he says, I would keep nudging the curb to make sure I was on the right side of the road. <laughs> he, that spirit. And then one time he went through, he was going through cancer treatment. And this is about five years ago. And during between chemo things, he decides to buy an all inclusive trip to Tunisia. And in Tunisia, he has a fall and he actually, he damages, he, he rips his ACL or something like that. So here he is in between, in between chemo treatments. He, and the insurance company actually flies a guy over, rents a whole line of seats, flies him back to England. And here he is. Now he's doing chemo and he's doing rehab on his ACL. And then one day he phones me. He says, oh, he says, he says, uh, yeah, he says, I did rehab today. I said, great. What would you do, Dad? He said, I rode the bike down the pub and had four pints. 
Oh, to me, to me, that's it. Right. To me, that's like a lot of people would have used, you know, the cancer or or even the the pandemic as an excuse or a reason not to do things. And what I see in him at 96 and yeah. yeah, And you, you said something really important, Jen. You talked about the physical body may age, but the spirit doesn't. I do think the physical body can wear on the spirit. And I see that with him. Because when he gets out of bed, he says, Davey says, for the first three hours, I feel like dying. You know, I just feel like I'm giving up because everything hurts. He says, but after that, he says, I feel great. I never want to die. But he kind of goes through this kind of like, you know, this dip in the day where it's like getting out of bed is really hard at 96. And and his passion is reading. And and he's a bit old school, so he won't take to audio. But so he normally reads, you know, two or three books a week. And that's really hard. So for him, he's losing some of the passion. And I think that's really secret is linking your life to a passion. And that's where I think the spirit stays alive. Because as we get older, if I lost mobility, like I'm probably the fittest I've ever been in my life. Mm. Um, But if I lost mobility, I would adjust my passions. I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't do that anymore. Absolutely. Right. 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 Yeah, I agree. And that's, you know, as we age, I think mum reminded me recently that my granddad, he died at this age. He died at 60. And I only remember Pop being a really super old man, like a really super old guy. And I took up surfing at at 55. And um, same, I'm having the absolute time of my life at the same time where, and I know generationally people are older than they were, than we are now, but it's like 60s, not even the 40s. 60s Mm. bloody is younger than that. We can be as young as we want to be, but doing what we love, I think is the key. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I get so lit up surfing that I, um, it, it's, well, both of us, it's mm-hmm. an addiction for both of us, mm-hmm. but what a you know, cool, healthy addiction to have as we age. But if we sit around and wear nana dresses and surround ourselves with people who are being old, we're going to be old. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing, though, and this is a challenge for both of you, because when I was talking to Sean again today, he has some of these really interesting philosophies. He says, you know, there's going to be a time will be the last time you do something. So the last time you swing a golf club, the last time you have sex. I remember my dad talking about that, the very last time he had sex, right? One day it stopped. And it's how you adjust to those. So if surfing, the last day you surf, that your capacity to adapt to the changing body and be as passionate the next day after, not like, oh, God, this was what lit us up. This is everything we did. And now, because I think that's what people do. When they let go of things, they, 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 they're not prepared. It's almost like, are you crazy? It's like, like I think about everything. Like if I was to become a paraplegic or a quad, quadriplegic today, I know exactly what my first words are going to be when I wake up in the hospital, which is, hey, I'm going to be great. And I'm excited and I'm passionate about life because I've already pre-thought what I want to be like. So uh-huh. the last day I have to do something, if I the last day I play golf, I am not going to live in regret that I can't do it anymore because I absolutely know that day will come. Yeah. Because evidence is there, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Or is it? <laughs> I I really question that we we do physically, you know, we have technology and, and, and everything nowadays. We can have such different body, you know, bodies like to 90s and beyond. And but I think there's still because so much of society says that um, you know, you you're gonna be this little old person and be in Western culture, not you know, traditional kind of cultures. I think of Thailand where I run my charity and and Matau, the, the matriarch of the village, this 
bent over physically looking at her old kind of person who still, you know, roams around every morning and picks up betel nut and cracks it and sits there and chews all the betel nut and spits it. And she's the most amazing woman, you know, in, in her late 80s versus, but the mindset, they're not fed the stuff. They're fed culturally that you are the wise person. Mm. And yet the most respected people are the elders. Yeah. We're in the Western yeah. world where everything feeds us, especially as women, bloody menopause and mm. shit, you're meant to turn into this decrepit, useless. I, I totally agree. And I want to go back to your point because I think it's important that people hear this. That I agree because uh, there's evidence. There are people, centurions, who run marathons. There's a guy who's yeah. run more marathons, 101. That comes down to a little of genetics as well. You know, because some of us are predisposed genetically. Like I had no, I've had no need to ever go to hospital. I mean, there's a lot of people my age who have gone through genetic, and I understand genetics. I also have a very, something happened. Listen to this. This is so important. I went to a clinic in Mexico recently. I may have told you this, right? Yeah. And they did this one treatment where they were cleaning my blood. Because it was part because I broke six ribs and punctured my lung. I had this pretty severe accident, which I don't know what to talk about because it's it's over, right? But yeah. I, I went for this treatment in Mexico and and they did this blood cleaning thing. And this doctor who's from France, she comes in and she looks at my blood, it's leaving my body, going through this like dialysis machine and coming back. And and then she she said, Would you mind coming back in 20 minutes? And I said, Yes. Yeah. So she she brought me back in and there was somebody else on the machine, and it was an American woman. And yeah. she said, just check out the blood. And I looked at it and it was dark and there was big fat deposits in it. Wow. And she said to me, she said, now I can't make this up. She said to me, I'm going to ask you a question. She said, did you see your blood? I said, Mm. yeah. She said, what color was it when it was leaving your body? I said, well, the same as when it came back. She said, yeah, it it was absolutely clean. And she said, I'm going to ask you a question. So you're going to think it's strange. I said, no, I won't ask me the question. She said, do you have predominantly positive thoughts? Uh. I said, yeah. She says, because your blood tells me that you are an incredibly positive human being. And uh, how crazy is that? Right? That's it is. amazing. Well, I'll go on. You, you yeah, go. no, I, I wanted to ask you a question then, David. Um, for people who feel like getting older, approaching seniorhood, moving into that that kind of space and they are really grappling with it, resisting it, dragging their butt mm. around it. What are a few things that you would recommend that they can do in terms of their mindset? mindset. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's the same at any age. I mm. think there's, there's, there's starting with your language. Mm. I always listen to how people speak and most people have a very low energy and a very negative spin on language. Even age, there's certain words I don't. I told you I didn't want to say say the p word or the c word. I did say the p word briefly, yeah. But I never used that word at all for the last two years. I never, I never said COVID once. It was like I didn't want to use that word because I didn't want to buy into what was going on. I understood it was there, right? So I think language, you know, and a, a lot of people have very low energy language. Like I need to do this. I need to do this. I gotta do it. You know, uh, I'll try. You know, um, and so what I look for first is changing my language. I look at any low energy, and this isn't woo-woo stuff. I mean, I live a very, very passionate uh, life, yeah, yeah. right? But I, I listen to any low energy word, and I say, well, I don't need to do this. So I'll look at the word need, and I choose not to use that word. Yeah. So I get rid of language that doesn't support my aging. 
So if I'm going to use old people language, if I'm going to start saying things like, oh, God, I got to, I'm going to stop. My body is going to respond exactly how I speak. That's the first part. The second part is who you're hanging out with. If you're hanging out with a bunch of fuddy-duddies who want to behave old, act old, speak old, uh, and 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 they start saying, oh, you know, like that, then you're going to behave like that. So you become your environment. So like you two and how you met and fell in love, you found each other on the waves doing something passionate, and you were, you were joined in passion. And, and I think that, yeah. what's that? And vibing high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that sun is going right in the face. Uh, Can you handle this if I like go? Oh, oh, yeah, I love it, mate. When, I, when I say something profound, I'll come into the light anyway. Yeah. So listen to me, people. Yeah, do that. And then I'll be like, all right. Okay. I'm trying to go back from that. Um, Just so, relax. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that language first and, 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 and also vision. I mean, look, look, I would say if I look at how many things I have teachers for currently, 61, saxophone teacher guitar yeah. teacher right i i'm 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 flying float plane so i actually working with a doing a, a i have a pilot's license but i'm doing an advanced pilot license which i i have a trainer so i can think of five or six areas that yeah. i'm constantly wanting to learn and grow so that would be the last thing so i would say first of all language what yeah. is the language i'm using on myself because remember that's who you're using it on yeah. second is environment who am i hanging around with that inspires me that pushes me that pulls you know whatever you know, yep. and, and then thirdly, what are my passions? What, what am I doing? What am I learning today that I didn't know yesterday? Because yeah, if you yeah. get to a point where you like, think of a plant, when a plant stops growing, it immediately moves into death. It's going to slowly die. And when yeah. a person stops growing and learning, then that's exactly what they do. So the third part would be, what am I, what am I doing? And that, if you have no money, don't worry. You can go online and learn things online. You don't have yeah. to spend money to learn. Absolutely. But, so, so I would say those are the three elements to answer your question that I would think are most important. Fantastic. Yeah, I love yeah, learning ukulele. You. I've been no learning way. ukulele for the last few years and it's, um, yeah, I, I turn into a rock chick whenever I'm, you know, playing or anything. I bloody love it. It's so cool. I agree. We need to learn things. Yeah, I think those three things are fantastic. The language that we use, who we hang out with. Yep. And growing and learning new things. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Big. yeah. So what's and laughing more, you know, people. I I would say laughter. Mm. I laugh even when I'm on. But if I look at my relationship with Aston, my girlfriend, I would say, what well, if you watch us together? And we often say this. We say, if people heard what we said to each other, people would think we're absolutely insane. But we, <laughs> I would say that from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed, laughter is relevant it's there when i go to the gym everyone i see at the gym will end up laughing at some point like today yeah. i went past andre now andre just lost his father but as i walked by him and i, I we dealt with that but he's young his dad, his dad was in but i walked by today and i smacked him on the ass that made four people laugh all at once <laughs> andre laughed sean laughed other people watch it like oh my god but it's just like and, and that but that that ability to be in the moment and laugh because because yeah. laughter brings us into the moment yeah. And it's the no. only special place to be, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Agreed. I love that yeah. you've taught me how to not be so damn serious. And cry more. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not a crybaby. Come into the light, David. Come I'm going to come forward. I'm going to come forward. I may have to push my table. <laughs> so See how gorgeous, gorgeous it is here right now. Yeah, you live in a beautiful part of the world. What, to, tell us a bit about you. I haven't didn't even do that. 
tell us your version of a bit about you. You live in one of the most amazingly beautiful places in the world, Kelowna, Canada. Um, Let me show you. Can I show the audience where yes, this is? I'm, totally. at my I'm at my dining room table right now. If you're watching, if you're listening uh, to this, make sure you go to the YouTube channel and or to our website and actually. Sunset. Yeah, look at that. I wow, have been at wow. your place. It's a gorgeous part of the world. You, you have been here, yes. You. Your family. Yeah. Yeah. Are you want the elevator version, like the the sixty second version? Yeah. Well, your choice. We're open. What works for you? Up. UK. I want you uh, to be a wise 61-year-old man today. Um, okay. Wise and vital. Wise and vital. We like I we like vital. Yeah, I, I would say that um when I look back, I, I think in chapters yeah. and I love creating memories. And so for me, there's been this sometimes when I look back over my life. I feel like I've lived nine lives or 10 or 20 mm. because, you know, I don't think of one life. I think of this chapter. So right now I'm in a chapter that's very different from the last chapter. Mm. And, and let's say that if I decide, which I'm not, but let's say I was deciding to retire, that would be a new chapter. Right. And so like you, you're in a new chapter called marriage. So, yeah. but then, but then understanding we turned a page. And so as we turn that page and we we're creating vibrant, beautiful memories from everything. So when I cook a meal, like last night, Denise came over, my assistant, oh, yeah. Yeah. and I'm here completely alone. And she walked in and there's this beautiful music playing. And I just made dinner and I'm sitting here right behind me. And I'm sitting here quietly and enjoying my food. And she walked in, she stopped and she said, oh my God, she says, this is so peaceful. And she was whispering. Mm. I said, yeah, I like to eat like that. You know, and she was kind of caught up in this energy. But some people, you know, they're in such a rush. So even when you cook, I think about why not make it beautiful? Why not take a little extra time? Why not? And people say, I don't like to cook. Really? You're going to eat your whole life and you're not going to learn how to love to cook. You know, yeah. you can just take one recipe, cook it five times until you get better at it. And then you're going to start, oh, I can cook. But anyway, back to the life story. Um, so I left uh, left home at 15. Well, I grew up in the, I would say in, in Western poverty. So in other words, we lived in a condemned building. We had rats. We had one room that had human feces all over it. We only had three beds. There was four of us. So every third night I had to sleep with my mom. Um, you know, I grew up in the East End of London, which is a really tough part of England. I, lots of fights, getting beaten up. In fact, I used to get beaten up for being poor. They used to call me a slum kid because they knew where I lived. Um, so that was kind of tough. But, you know, I, I think grit, I think, you know, when when we look back in life, where my grit comes from, my tenacity and my, my resilience comes from is traveling through all these different hardships and understanding that, you know, that they are just that they're not, they don't define who I am. It's something I went through and I would never go back and change it. Uh, I started in business. My first business, I was a window cleaner. Uh, mm. Then I was a chimney sweep. I worked with my hands and, and, you know, but in England, everyone I knew was doing drugs, getting drunk. And I started going to a pub when I was 14 I ran a pub when I was 15. I was always behind the bar. I was always drinking, you know, and I mean, some nights, you know, we drink 10 pints of beer. Imagine that. I can't even imagine drinking 10 pints today. Well, you know, you used to be. Yeah, I did the same shit in the right. army. Yeah, totally yeah. drunk. Now. Right. Yeah. But then something happened that really changed my life. And this is why environment's so important. This is what taught me was I left on a six-day trip uh, to an all-inclusive resort with 12 friends, 11 friends. I was the 12th. And when they left... I decided to travel. I had 500 pounds, which is a thousand bucks. I decided to travel until my money ran out. And it was the scariest, most, I was so terrified 
because there was no internet back then. There was no Google. There was no nothing. You know, there was just encyclopedias. So you didn't learn about countries or culture. You just went there and you couldn't, there was no resources at all. And, and that trip lasted 10 and a half years, 42 countries. And I backpacked and worked illegally all over the world, came to Canada. Um, and I was illegal here for three years. And, you know, now I've been able to design. I'm, a, I, I'm very wealthy. I'm very happy. I've been able to design the life I want. You've been in my home, Jan, you understand how I live. And, you know, but, you know, but it's, there's been lots of, lots of, um, what's the word? It's like, you know, when a snake sheds its skin. Yeah. And, and I think that through life, as we want to be passionate when we get older, then some things we shed mm. and we don't have to keep going back. A lot, a lot of people that I feel are acting old and behaving old are carrying that dead skin on their back. Shit that happened 20 years ago, they're still talking about. And what I look at, I look at every negative thing and I could give you lists if I wanted to. I, I, it's not going to make you feel any happier, so I won't. <laughs> but those things, I, the, the, the dead skin's laying out there on my journey. And if I have to return to it to make an example, like if I have to go back to my poverty stage or my drug stage or my stealing, lying, cheating stage, I can go back to that skin and I can use it to help others and say, yeah, I totally get it. I, this is what I was doing back then, but then I can still leave it back on the path. I don't have to, but as I shed, I become bigger. And that's what a snake does. It leaves that skin behind, but I only go back and grab it once in a while. If I like, for example, I was sexually and physically abused. I never talk about that. I'm telling it here because so many people are stuck in their story, but when I go back and well, I've raised $15 million for children. So yeah, sometimes I go back and I talk about it because it gives me the right to talk to kids about or to talk to adults about abuse and get them to give money, right? Yeah. Yes. So you are um, very wealthy. Uh, I I know your life like for real, not just someone says, hey, I'm a fucking rock star. You, um, and you do incredible work out in the world. Yet there's this thing in society that says maybe we should retire. Financially, you don't need to work. Um, you could sit back and retire. Do you intend to retire? It's well, interesting. Uh, <laughs> well, it's interesting because I've been at a bit of a crossroads recently. And, and I said, either I'm going to, this is going to sound really weird. Either I'm going to retire, which is, would be, for me, would be writing. It would be traveling the rest of the world. It would be learning new. I, I, I would think that I would be moving around the world and learning new things constantly. So for me, retirement would be like going back to school, but the school would be the world. Yeah. And yeah. every country would teach me something new. And I already do so many things. I fly, I have a scuba diver. I mean, I do, I do a lot. So there'll be things that I want to learn that, that, that would be exciting, but it would be more about culture and people. However, the other crossroads I'm at is, or I'm going to build a global company, a um, hundred million dollar company, uh, that really impacts lives. And that's kind of where I'm sitting right now is I'm, okay. I'm kind of looking at, and, and in conjunction with what I do, because it's kind of complementary in some ways, but you know, I realize why a lot of people are stuck and I feel like I can build. And there's something I'm really looking at right now is to build a global, a global organization where we can reach out to people all over the world and help them create cultures within their within their communities of, of personal growth, but in a in a unique way. So I've got a I've got a whole strategy. I'm actually um, yeah, I'm I'm really yeah. excited about it. So that's yeah. kind of for me. It's like okay, retire or build a hundred million dollar company. It's like well, or why both. Not a man who taught me both. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Exactly. I I remember when I was forty that. I decided retiring meant do what I want when I want to do. And I did. So I, I 
left the constraints of, of you know naturopathic clinic and all those things and I, I traveled the world getting paid really well to travel the world and do what I want when I want and so for me um I would we've talked about the fact mm. that I would get bored sitting surfing every day as in all I can't just sit at the beach and just surf in retirement I've, you know we've, got, we've both got to be learning and doing stuff so yeah, and we contributing don't, yeah big time contributing and so the thought of just sitting still and being retired is so beyond both our brains. Mm. We don't intend to retire. Well, let me let me say something. I said. think that yeah, I think the challenge is that a lot of people don't understand how their brain works, and the brain is preconditioned to keep us in our comfort zone, to keep us playing small. The brain—that's why your brain isn't the one that wakes you up typically. Goes, Jen, you're awesome. Jen, your ass looks great in that wetsuit. Jen, you're a rock. Jen, you're the best lover in the world. Our brain doesn't normally say that. Our brain is normally the one that's saying the opposite. Oh my God, look at your ass in that. And that's us talking yeah. us, right? So I think that what happens is a lot of people are conditioned to live in a very small world. They go on the same bus, they sit in the same seat, they watch the same TV shows. And so what I would say to these sassy seniors listening yes. is what about if this is a brand new chapter, what about writing yourself into an epic adventure and letting go of everywhere that you're comfortable? I mean, go go to a different hairdresser, for God's sake. I you go know, to a barber every month. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. Fun. Some of them are shit, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you meet new people. But, so I think a lot of people are just conditioned. They're all, they're, they're, they're pre-retirement life looks like retirement yes so yeah. what if what if retirement if we called it that is just like hey now i have the the freedom now listen if you don't have the money don't use that as a that's a bullshit excuse, excuse. because there is so much that's free yeah there is i mean in fact everything's kind of free because you can learn anything online but the idea like if you say well i want to travel and i don't have the money well, guess what? You live in a country, you probably haven't been to half of it, a third of it, a quarter of it, right? Or is there a way of traveling without much? What's that? Even in your local area, people haven't explored everything. Your hometown. Yeah, like, I there know. Is, There's right? so much to do. Mm. Anyway, or ask the question, how do I travel for free? Which mm. means, well, okay, what could I do? And so home exchange, that's a great example. You know, you let someone come and, oh, I don't like people in my home. Really? Is that how important your home is? Really? You know, and I have the money to go anywhere I want, but I still, this home has to pay its way. So I, I rent my home out when I'm not here. You know, admittedly, they pay $15,000 a week, but still, I don't care about stuff. I don't go and hide the art. But yeah. the idea would be there's a hundred different ways we can do things without money. So I just don't want that to be the excuse. Yeah, yeah. very Agreed. good. Agreed. 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 Well, there's we could chat forever because there's so much in you. But I, I love that you've helped me uh, really live outside my comfort zone so much in so many areas just over the years through working with you. So long, you know, you you may create this uh, your next vehicle for um, helping the world, serving the world, your hundred million dollar company. In the meantime. You know, what you have is is priceless, I think. You're the wisdom to share with the world. How mm. can people best follow you, track you, you know, not track you down, but follow your wisdom that you share? Because you've had probably podcasts. just on Instagram and Facebook. It's David T.S. Wood, David T.S. and Thomas, S.S. and Scott, which is my middle names because I'm British, Wood. Um, probably there, you know, and I sometimes like I haven't posted now for like two and a half months, but there's loads of stories there. Yeah. And I share pretty much stories. 
about all these adventures I go on and then I take a break and sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's two. I'm on a couple of months right now because I'm at a crossroads. So I don't want to be posting. I want to be private. And sometimes yeah. I don't. So social media to me is something I choose choose to yeah. do. <laughs> right. So and that's probably the best place. Yeah. yeah. And I love that you're also working on your book at the moment too. So, yeah. yeah. So I really encourage anyone and everyone who's listening to this, no matter your age, whether you are a smart, sassy senior yet, or not, yeah. Because a lot of we've got a lot of followers already who aren't seniors, but they know cool other seniors. Um, pass this on to someone who needs mm. to hear what David shared because I think it's yeah. super important. Oh, it's incredibly important, and I I just appreciate so much the work that you do to help us all with our mindset mm. and how our understanding how our brains work and how our minds work and that dance that they have that can take us down a rabbit hole or that when we consciously mindfully work mm. with those things can be incredibly expansive and mm. uplifting and energizing. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate mm. that, David. I can see why you love her. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I do. We, we haven't we haven't made Jen cry yet. I think we should. Oh. We, think we, should. <laughs> we don't need to today, David. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you are right. an amazing man who cooks, kicks people's butts with love. And I really encourage people to follow you, David T.S. Wood. You're a, an absolute gentleman and statesman in my life yeah. and in the world. And I treasure our friendship. And mm. thank you so much for your time today. Yes. Christ. She's crying. She's crying. Stop it. She's crying. Stop it. No, no I'm not. glistening. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> glistening. Listen. Oh, I'm she lovely. almost got there. I love you too. Love you. Thank you. Thank you both. I love you. Thank you, David. You, <laughs> if you enjoyed our podcast, please let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you can always catch the next episode. Mm, and if you'd like to receive an exclusive link to Alice's free guided relaxation and Jen's free Feed Your Body ebook, subscribe to our seasonal newsletter at smartsassyseniors.com. Woo!